Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sophie Scott. And I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone. We'll be chatting with our favourite people. Sharing uplifting news stories. And delivering tips and tricks. To bring balance to your lives. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. It's episode 100. Sweet Jesus. Um, Our guest today, one of Hollywood's brightest stars, Alexandra Daddario. Uh, What an absolute pleasure to have such a, a lovely young woman on the show a perfectly balanced episode. She clearly lives uh, the, the balanced life. She has a great grasp on her mental health, on her physical health. She's launched a YouTube channel, which I think is a tremendous idea. Now I'm homeschooling two girls, so I would, I personally, I would probably struggle to launch a, a YouTube channel. But if you, if you find yourself with free time on your hands, I mean, technically, you know, I mean, technically, I've got one. I put I put the odd comedy clip up there, but uh, but what she's doing is she, she she's using it as um, it's almost like a personal development journal. So she's on there answering Q and A's on Instagram. She's playing the piano. She's having a laugh with uh, her two uh, housemates. I think it's a really good idea. It reminds me of what Rachel Paris and Marcus Brigstock are doing with their lockdown. Uh, my friend Brett Goldstein is all he's 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 made a. A spoof reality show and what Rachel and Marcus are doing they're doing these lip sync videos and what it is is it gives them a project to do so it's something to f- as, as with Alexandra with her YouTube channel it's a different project each day it gives the day structure uh, we also talk about her new film Can You Keep a Secret which is out May the 4th uh, with the equally lovely Tyler Hecklin I will uh, hyperlink everything that you need to know about that we talk about that a good deal. We also talk about Alexandra's remarkable career. She started off in one of America's longest running soaps. That, I mean, actually she she talks about this herself. That, in a way, I guess, proved a, a jumping off point. The Percy Jackson movies were, were blockbusters. True Detective, I mean, season one is, is there's simply not a, a better drama than that first series of, of True Detective. That put her in a totally new light. She then gets cast in San Andreas with The Rock. She then does Baywatch with The Rock. Once this is all over, we think that San Andreas 2 will will be happening. Uh, And also one thing I love about Alexandra a lot and something that I take inspiration from is always trying to mix it up. And she references Jim Carrey. So Alexandra will do a horror movie. She'll do a comedy. She'll do a drama. uh, She'll do a fun TV thing. Um, So I... Totally admire her. Oh, also, <laughs> oh boy, I'm going to keep it in. Because I'm homeschooling, there are two very young girls charging around the house. And so I, I hope, to our long-term listeners, I hope you will think there is a modicum of professionalism 
on this podcast across the first 99 episodes. And in, in episode 100 is, of course, the episode where the girls run into my little recording room. Yes, the four-year-old comes in first, and then later on, oh God, the four-year-old and the one-year-old come in together. And uh, it is a measure. Um, she, she was called Alex on the Zoom, so I'll, I'll go with Alex. I hope she doesn't mind. Um, but it was a measure of, uh, of Alex and her character that she thought it was hilarious. I'll tell you, I didn't think it was hilarious, and that was me. I was absolutely mortified. I think I put my T-shirt over my face at one point. It was like, oh, no, please. Um, bless them both. But hey, anyone who's homeschooling, I think will relate. <laughs> uh, liked Alex a great deal. Um, she, I thought she was absolutely fantastic. Uh, and what a lovely chat and a perfect way to celebrate our 100 episodes. So huge and heartfelt thanks to Alexandra D'Addario um, and to all the people who made it possible. What a, what an absolute blast. I think she's fantastic. Great talent. And I also, I also firmly believe that uh, in many ways... She's just getting started. So uh, huge thanks. And here she is, episode 100, Alexandra D'Addario. Hi. Ah, how are you? Sorry, I'm technologically impaired. Oh, well, you're, you're singing to the choir. I'm so bad at this. No, th but... thank you so much. I'm very grateful. Of course. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? I'm, I'm all right, you know, hanging in there. What's, what's the world like over there? It's, it's unusual because since the lockdown started, in all of my years, I'm not sure I've seen the weather this beautiful for, uh, for this sustained amount of time. Right. How about yourself? It's always lovely where you are, isn't it? Well, it is. Yeah. I mean, we had a little rain, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird to watch the world just go along without us. It makes you feel small, you know? Yeah. Good way, I guess. Um, but um, besides that... Um, yeah, it's, it's quite, it's quite stressful and weird and, and overwhelming, but you know, we're just what, trying to take it day by day. What are you, what are you doing, um, to try stay on top of that? You know, cause there are times when it does get overwhelming. So what, what are you, what are you doing to get through it in that regard? Well, I'm quarantining with, uh, two girlfriends and, um, they're really great. And I, I you know, there's always that you know, they always say like, don't, don't have one of your friends move in and be a roommate because the relationship might get strained or <laughs> We get along so well, all really respectful of each other. And one of the things we've really tried to do is like create a schedule for ourselves and try to be creative. We're all, you know, two of us are actors. The other one is a writer. So we all try to just stick with that. And, um, there's so much negativity and there's so much to justifiably be worried about. Daddy. Hang on, there's a four-year-old in the room. Oh. Right. Can I tell you something? Do you mind, can you one of our granny's shows will be made <laughs> so in the plug, but we can't get it out. You're joking me. No. I will try my best. Do you want to say hello? Hello. Oh, I'm so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Stuff like that cheers me up. That's great. Oh my god! All right, Jemima, you want to say bye bye? Bye bye. Bye bye. Sorry. So sorry. There was um, there was a viral video here in uh, Britain, and a guy's being interviewed, and his family 
come in at the background and that that's how I felt just then that was we had something similar happen a newscaster was broadcasting from home or something and the, his little kid snuck up behind them oh god um so my 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 the four-year-old there we were watching your uh youtube channel earlier and she oh. she couldn't quite get her head around the fact that that wasn't us talking to you live so she, so she thought we were rude for not talking to you while you're trying to answer the questions from your Instagram. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> um, but I, mean, the, I, I guess the, the, the YouTube channel, um, I mean, I think that's a really smart thing to do because that will give you structure each day as well. Doesn't it? I mean, that you've got by doing that, you've got your own, it's sort of like almost your own personal development thing going on there. Well, that's a really good example of what we're trying to do as far as just keeping a some structure, allowing us to be creative in some way, even if it's not like the videos that we make, I'm not under the delusion that they're, you know, but it's for us. And I think for the people that who, you know, are fans of me or my films, it's just us showing a little clip of, of a funny version of what life in quarantine is like. And it gives us something to do and us a little bit of practice in being creative. And, um, and I think YouTube channels in general, which I've never really, I've never dove into that before, but it does allow you some control over stuff and you can promote your films that way. And I think, you know, let's see where the world goes, but it's all turning digital anyway. So I, I thought it was time. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a really good idea. And also, you know, I, I do think that sometimes we live in an age where, and, I, and I, this is a compliment, but we, we live in an age where our stars can sometimes, I'm sorry that I've just called you a star, but it's, it's a compliment. Our stars can sometimes feel a little bit distant, whereas I think by you doing that, you're almost, um, you're opening a door there, aren't you? You know, it feels, you, you immediately feel more relatable. Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly long for the days in a way of pre all of this and, you know, not having to put yourself, I, I feel like, and that's a choice. I think it's definitely a choice. You're not forced to, but it's definitely become more socially acceptable. It's become a lot of, you know, movie studios and productions. If you're making a smaller production, they love having those kinds of followings, having different places to promote the films. And that's where, you know, young people I'm getting older now. It's like they haven't grown up. They don't know a world without the internet. They'll, you know, I, I still remember dialing up and sharing <laughs> with the family. And um, back when, even when you were IM on AOL and everyone was nice before it even became oh like roles and this and that. And um, so you, I think it's important to have a presence in that way if you want, especially as a woman, if you want to have creative control over stuff, if you want to be a producer, if you want to be in control of, of how you market things, um, financial independence, uh, you know, getting your cut. Um, I think that all of that makes it important. So, um, I've been trying to, you know, mitigate what I, you know, my, keeping away from that stuff and then how often I use it, you know? Good for you. Um, so I, I must, I will confess when I interview an actor, I always have a soft spot for someone who did, they really did the hard yards before they got that break. So for example, uh, I chatted with Chris Hemsworth and he did the hard yards on an Australian soap 
before he, he got the break. Uh, Regina King had done a long-running show before she broke through. And then you did uh, All My Children, one of the longest-running shows, I think, in the history of, of the medium. Um, and so you, that, was like, that was like your Beatles in Hamburg, wasn't it? That's where you really learned your craft, I guess. Well, you know what I learned there? When I was 16, 17, when I was on that show, I learned how to find my light. I learned how to hit a mark. I learned how to memorize lines properly. I learned how to even just sort of be an adult and what money was. And well, I'd worked at like an ice cream parlor the summer before or something, but like yeah. I learned, you know, what it was like to really have a more adult job. So I grew up a lot. Um, or even how to kiss people on camera. Like there's all these different things that are really quite weird when you first uh, get into them. And I learned all of that from it. Um, and it also taught me that, wow, I actually can be an actor. You actually can do this and get paid for it. And I wasn't really any good, but I really had a passion for it. I, I knew that I had the potential to be good. I knew that I loved it. And it was a, it was a place where I figured out, wow, this is something you can do for a living. So that sort of helped keep me going. And that, must be, that must be really powerful to, you know, some people go through their whole life and they perhaps never quite find that calling. And for you to find it like that and for that to prove the springboard to, you know, all your many successes. I mean, that's, that's a, a really wonderful thing, isn't it? Oh, it's, oh, it's incredible. I mean, I, that's one thing I really am grateful for. It's been, a, it was a really hard road. And even after, you know, I was an adult and living out here, it, it's it's tough business. And I wasn't, it took, you know, you have to work incredibly hard in any profession to succeed at it. And, um, you know, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like I turned 16 and then did the soap and I was working constantly. I worked at a bar after that. I had years of no work, but I think that I'm really grateful that at a young age, and even before I booked the soap, I was auditioning in New York. I've been doing it since I was 12. I really, you know, around the time I was 14, 15, I really was devoted to it. And um, I'm really grateful for that because I know some people struggle with finding what they want to do. And I can't imagine the kind of uh, stress that causes. Uh, also, I know, I know it, it was uh, a smaller role, but uh, you then followed up with the, the squid and the whale. I mean, that, I mean, that film's a masterpiece, isn't it? Oh, it's gorgeous. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I remember being on those sets and not really understanding Jay, how films no, work. No, Jay, no, girls, no. <laughs> Girls, girls, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They're so cute. You know, this is our. About, there's something our... about for Americans hearing children with British accents that makes them even cuter. <laughs> oh my I feel god. Like if my child had a British accent, they'd get away with more. I, was, I mean, they get away with they get away with too much. So, so when you're on the set, when, oh my god, I've got even I've got even redder. Um, but when you're on the set of the Squid and the Whale, did you know that was that was going to be a special one? No, I mean, I was too young. I didn't understand what I was. I didn't understand how movies worked. If they did, like, I mean, I knew some movies were better than others, but I remembered that there were big stars. I wasn't sure. familiar with exactly who everyone was. I didn't know. I didn't have the depth of. I hadn't seen enough films. But I was a huge, I loved movies. There were, at that point, like I had seen some movies that had blown my mind, but, you know, I hadn't, 
I wasn't that familiar with Laura Linney, for example, or like, I, I just, I knew I was doing a movie and that was cool. And that was, you know, and I ended up having zero lines and one quick thing. I, I'd had some lines and they'd been cut out. Some scenes had been cut, whatever, but I was just, on a set. And I just remember thinking that was insanely cool. But beyond that, I hadn't thought much about it. Now I think more about, you know, now I have more understanding of how film works. Sure. I mean, I mean that takes us, in terms of our understanding, now can you keep a secret? If, if now obviously, this sounds terrible out of context, I'm well aware what is going on is awful. But given that we all need a smile putting on our faces, our, our hearts filling up with a, a little bit of love, um, people will be clamoring for a, a film like this so that's a that's a nice thing isn't it and it is a strange time to promote a film absolutely but um i you know this is what i do is try to entertain people and make them feel things so i think if we're all styled you know i had to promote another film a couple of weeks ago and it's the same thing it's like you know i i really believe in this movie and i think it's a beautiful story and it's funny and light. And I think that's sort of what people are looking for right now. That's the kind of thing that I'm looking to watch. And, um, you know, I want people to laugh and try to focus on whatever positive they can um, while they mitigate all of this really real stuff. And and um, I, the movie is funny. The actors are incredibly wonderful and charming. And um, it's, it's a cute uh, love story. I would like to see you and Tyler Hecklin do more together because that's, uh, you don't often get, you know, chemi- for whatever reason, chemistry doesn't always work with people. You know, I, I won't name names, but there's been some huge films down the years with, with two stars and for whatever reason, just doesn't quite happen. But because you guys have got something, that would be nice, wouldn't it, to see you guys do more in the future? Oh, I'd love to. I mean, Tyler and I are are, are friends. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, uh, he's actually really good friends with one of my even better friends with one of my quarantine buddies. They're going on a walk right now. I think <laughs> they're on like a 10 foot distance, like he's back here. Um, uh, I think, but the, but the thing is, is it's like you get older and as you get older and you work more and you, and you get to know people, you find the people, that you really get along with and who you really enjoy working with. And I think Tyler's just one of those people. I love working with him. I think he enjoys working with me. We've done a couple films together. The first one was years and years ago, Hall Pass. But yeah. he's just, he's such a good guy. He's such a great actor. He's so handsome. And he's hes just a really solid human being. And, um, and uh, I would work with him anytime. And that's the cool thing about going through you know, 10, 15, 20 years of this is you find the people you want to work with again. And, and the projects that I have in development, some of them are with the same people I've worked with. So Tyler's definitely one of those people. Um, again, this is a, if, by the way, if your confidence is ever low, just, just uh, get in touch and I'll, I'll lift you right back up again, because I think one of your great strengths is your versatility. You mentioned Hall Pass there. You can turn your hand to comedy. You can do horror. You can do action. If you uh, punch a, a baddie in the throat, I believe you. Um, that will always serve you well, won't it? That uh, that ability to turn your hand at everything. Well, sure. If that, I mean, I I don't know if that's true. If it, I mean, I think that having the ability to, I know that I don't I don't think about it too much. I know that I 
I really want to try to do different things and I have all different kinds of sides of myself and, and, um, and I've been really lucky to explore different kind of genres and some for better, some for worse. Um, but it's allowed me to really get out of my comfort zone. And as an, as I've gotten more confident, as I've gotten older, I, I can, I can try to be funny and try to be scary and try to be this to, to varying levels of success. And in general, I feel quite proud of the, um, how far I've come and what I've learned and and what I can pull off. So I'm always trying to do different things, but, um, you know, I would love to do more comedy. I think that as you get older, as a woman, especially if you can make people laugh, you'll have a long career. I mean, I'd, I'd read on your, I'd seen on your Q and A, you mentioned, uh, Steve Martin. Mm. Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess there is a connection there because you were in parenthood, which is based on the, the classic uh, Ron Howard movie. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, uh, I mean, he talk about a special talent. Steve Martin's remarkable, isn't he? Oh my gosh. I mean, Steve Martin is, you know, I really, I really fell in love. I fell in love with his movies. I fell in love with this movie, LA story yeah. um, that he wrote and starred in. I love that film. And then I read all of his books. And oh I've my God. Have you read Born Standing Up? His Born Standing Up oh. is one of the greatest books. I recommend it to anybody who's an artist, A, any kind of artist. And B, I would just recommend it to everyone. It's such a brilliant memoir. And um, it really encapsulates everything that Steve Martin is. And this is why I think, I mean, humor, he's so dead serious about humor. And he writes about it in this way. It's so serious and and, and precise and and the amount of blood, sweat, and tears that goes in isn't funny at all. You know, he loves it, but like it's, it, and, and I think that shows a, a few things. He's also, he's so deep about life and the, the book has so, so much depth and sadness to it. And, you know, I think it just shows like the funniest things and, you know, I'm not a comedian and I'm sure there are people that are more, more, you know, qualified to talk about this, but I think humor comes from just the truth. Like life is very funny if you're able to just lean into the truth of a given situation. Um, and he just takes it to a whole other level and his absurd view of life. And you can see that in his films and in his writing, you know, I recommend his books to everybody. They're really incredible. I, I would say to anyone on lockdown looking for a book, I would say Born Standing Up, and I won't spoil it, but the the character, the, 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 the story arc with his father is... Uh, I mean, I read that book years ago. I think I still yeah. think about it all the time. You know, it's it's really special, isn't it? He goes and it's interesting how he deals with his family because you can tell there's a tremendous amount of pain there. Now I'm just doing like a Steve Martin retrospect, but like he <laughs> he can tell there's a tremendous amount of pain there, but he treats it with respect. Like yeah. it, there's no vitriol or or anger or but there's you can tell that there's a there's something there and. Um, but it's just treated with respect while also making the audience understand the pain of the, of it um, and where, and how that affected his life. And, you know, he doesn't get so deep in it, but it's, it's so, it permeates the whole novel in a way at the same time. It's really, it's brilliant. I mean, in terms of some of the best comedy coming from darkness, uh, could you share with us the, the premise uh, for Can You Keep a Secret? Because it's, it's such a, a, a delicious idea this thought of uh, you thinking you you know your, your life may end, and then all of this just 
spilling out. I and mean, what a great jumping off point for a, for a movie. Yeah, so Can You Keep a Secret? It's this incredible, it's based on an incredible novel by Sophie Kinsella. And it's, um, the book is really touching. It's very, you know, um, it's very like, it was like, you know, chick lit, New York Times bestseller type thing, but it's it's so much more than that. Yeah, and we tried to put a lot of heart into the film because there's so much heart in the book and and so much there. And um, you know, she, my character, um, meets a guy on a plane, a handsome stranger, Tyler Hecklin, and gets drunk on the plane, spills all of her secrets to him, <laughs> totally embarrasses herself, and then um, goes to work and finds out that he's the CEO of the company and, and she's, you know, it obviously creates that really awkward situation, which is where the truth of the situation is just what you have to lean into, which is why it's so funny. And, and then you'll see what happens after that. You can only imagine, but it's, it's just a really charming premise. And um, Tyler and I had a great, great time doing it. And I think that shows on screen. Um, may I, may I just say as well, I mean, you, you, you were one of the main stars in, in, in my opinion, one of the greatest TV shows ever made, uh, True Detective. I mean, that, I guess that must have uh, helped change the game for you. Because I mean, what a, I mean, what a, show, what, what a show that is. I mean, it's incredible, isn't it? It's incredible, and it was it was one of these things where I was a little bit stalled in my career, and I really wanted to work with the people involved in it. And I really fought for that role, and I got really, really lucky, and I really um, am grateful to the people involved for hiring me and working with me and um, because it totally changed my career and it was incredible to be part of something like that. Um, and it, it, I booked San Andreas soon after, which was a huge blockbuster and it really, it really did, it really did change my life. So I, um, I have, I have great fondness for that role and, and the whole process of that. I'd, I'd read one interview with you where you say that, uh, it feels like you go on instinct with, with with picking a role. So you almost go from role to role. And you said you said in the interview that you weren't sure if that had served you well. But I, I totally relate to that. And I, I, for what it's worth, I think that's a I think that's such an exciting way to have a career. Um, I mean, I, I think I think for, for what it's worth, I think you're doing the right thing. I think the way that your career is going is. I mean, I'm not your agent, but I think you're doing brilliantly. I've always been a little scrappy, you know. I'm yeah. from New York. I'm from New York. I, you know, I worked at a bar. I wasn't very, you know, I was living on my own at 18 and I wasn't really, you know, I was living paycheck to paycheck. Um, I'm not trying to say that it was some, like, I know people struggle a lot more than I've struggled. I've been very blessed, but I was very scrappy and I, I, I did have that aspect of my life. So I, that hasn't really left me. So some of the choices I make are like, experience choices. Like I, I want to work with this person or I work, I, I'm not that calculated about, and that has served me well in some ways. And again, not so well in others because I've had, I've definitely done films that, but I don't even, I can't even think back and say, Oh, I really regret that because every experience is an yeah. experience where I've learned something. And now when I go on a set, I know how shots work. I know how the production works. I know how, I know timing, I know beats, I know there's certain things that I understand just come from the different experiences I've had and the mistakes that I've made. So I just sort of go with my gut and sometimes I just, I can be quite impulsive and, um, and I'm obsessed with working. So I, I, 
I'm, you know, I can never stop working. So, um, you know, I, again, it's, it's, and as you get more successful, you have more control over what you do and you have more control over the, the projects that you, um, you know, I, it's a new world too. We've had this whole digital revolution and the yeah. way that we create content is so different. So, you know, I, I'm grateful that I'm still able to do what I, what I do and, and live off of the money that I make from it. Now, this is our, you, you are the, the guest on our 100th episode. So, no uh, way! Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. Happy 100. Well, no, thank you. I, I couldn't be more grateful that you, you are. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The, the most perfect guest. Now, our long-term listeners will know that I went through a phase where I was obsessed with, you, me- you mentioned gut. Uh, I, I must have gone through a phase of like 10 consecutive episodes where I got obsessed with this idea of gut. What is gut? Uh, what is intuition? You know, some people think it's a spiritual thing. Some people go more scientific. I'm like you. I go on my gut. What, what, what do you think it is? What, what is that thing that is steering you to, to have this career that you're having? Look, I think from a young age, I mean, look, I, I think going into any profession, I mean, it depends on the profession you go into or what you want to do with your life. I mean, I'm sure it's the same with people who want to get married at a young age and their family says no or whatever and all the bad things that could possibly happen. And if you think about all the bad things that could possibly happen, you'll talk yourself out of literally everything. You'll talk yourself out of getting into a car in the morning to go to work or whatever. I think that... I was, I was conditioned from a young age to just say, my heart tells me I want to do this. This is what my heart's saying. My heart's saying, and I wasn't great in school. It wasn't that I was stupid. I just, I couldn't focus. I was having all kinds of whatever issues, but I, that goes against growing up in New York city and going to private school. It's, you're supposed to go to Harvard, Yale and Princeton. You're supposed to be this. And when you're not doing that, and you're doing something else, everyone around you is like, what are you doing? So I think it's just this, you get blinders on a little bit and you just focus on what your heart is telling you. And you, you know, if something is making you happy or not. And I think it's just blocking out the noise and then you can listen to your heart. If you listen to all the noise or you listen to your fears, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to take a different path. If you sort of block all of that out, then 
you can really get down to what does your heart say. And I think that's true of romantic relationships, what your passion is in life. Um, and look, sometimes you'll fail. I mean, there's definitely been times that I've, you know, you know, followed my heart and failed, but that's like they say, it's like, you have to fail. And if you never try, then you never fail. So I think it's just about blocking out fear and noise of other people. Other people will always tell you all kinds of stuff and, and, um, they, they're not bad. They're not poorly intentioned. Some of them, some of them are, but some, most of them aren't, they just want, you know, and I think it's a matter of really, as long as you're working hard and being honest with yourself and, and then I think you just got to follow your heart and, and just work your, work your butt off, you know? If you'd, as someone who's read every self-help book ever written, if you'd put what you just said there into a book, I would have been at the front of the queue in the bookstore. That, that was, honestly, that was proper life advice. Thank that, that was perfect. Well, I mean, I, I, it's not an original thought. I've certainly read it somewhere. Take the credit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think I was doing that before I even knew what it was. Just this like stubborn, like this is what I want to do. And I think people should do that, especially in this new world where it's like, who knows what the, you know, I encourage young people to just really follow their hearts and guts. And that's how you sort of, that's A, how you're happy. And sometimes how you change the world. And sometimes you don't need to change the world, but you can do great things in a small way, you know? And I think that that's all, that's all just following your heart stuff. But I mean, I think, you know, if you can, if we can all turn a, a positive out of this global negative I mean, I think what you're saying there is pertinent for any any listener, any age to, you know, this is a perhaps an opportunity to to do something where you are following your heart. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I can't imagine what it's like to be a teenager right now. I was thinking about what if this had happened when I was a teenager, you're in college, or you're trying to, and I think it's like, I, I encourage people to try to not give in to fear because it's certainly going to be rough and the news is very scary. But I, I think look, I mean, you can't, you have to face the realities of a situation. But I think if you're able to sort of put those blinders on a little bit and say, how do I fix this? What's a solution? How do I fix this for myself? How do I fix this for other people? If it makes you feel better to go and and donate food or donate money or do small things for friends or, you know, obviously being safe, like dropping flowers off at someone's door who needs it or whatever the case may be. Um, Or just staying inside and quarantining, which is what we all have to be doing the majority of the time. But do things that are making your world, your existence better. And maybe you'll come up with the next great, I don't know. It's not very articulate, but I think- No, I couldn't agree more. I think you need to, in order to get through something as scary as this, and I was in New York for 9-11 and that wasn't as prolonged or a different kind of thing, but it's like you have to sort of block out the panic and the fear or you're going to drive yourself insane and you can't be good for anyone else if you're not good for yourself. So I think, I think that for people who are really scared right now, I think it's, you know, you have to sort of just try to find a way to breathe through it and, and try to help yourself and the people around you as much as you can, you know, now, I know been... doing. sorry, what you, sorry, I lost you there. Uh, I, was just saying, I feel like everyone is doing, you know, um, now I know you've been stupendously uh, generous with your time and I, I, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful, but uh, please may I ask as a, a huge fan 
of the film San Andreas. Um, and indeed, for any listener who hasn't, even if you have seen that movie, just what a perfect way to spend a couple of hours, feet up, bowl of popcorn. Uh, I once interviewed the director, uh, Rawson Marshall Thurber, and I said to him, what is it like working with Dwayne Johnson? And his exact words were, um, he's the greatest human being I've ever met, and on that list, I include my own mother. Now, could you... <laughs> Could you say a little bit, because obviously he's had a, a big role in your life and career, hasn't he? Yeah, he's an incredibly wonderful, supportive guy. I mean, he he is, um, he epitomizes the idea of hard work, um, which I believe in. He is uh, generous and, and um, kind uh, without being you know, he's, he's, he's just, he's just a wonderful, he, I feel like, look, my career is the way it is because I did films with Dwayne Johnson and he has been supportive. He has been, um, he has been, uh, I don't know. I don't even know how he's just, he's just a wonderful guy and I'm really grateful. Um, and you know, he's hired me in two of his movies. You know, I know there are other people involved in those choices, but um, that is an incredible honor. And, um, and, uh, and it's just, it's a pleasure working with him. There's never, there's never an issue. He's always prepared. He's always kind. He's always supportive of the production. Yeah. Um, so if you get on set with him, it's just, you know, that you're in for something that's going to be highly supported and um, that you're going to be protected. So it's great. Is, is there anything you can share? I know, and obviously things are up in the air. Is there anything you can share uh, about San Andreas 2? I don't know anything about that. I, 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 I know that they were, there was talk of it, but I, I don't really have any further. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. So what, 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 are, the, what are the movies do you have coming out then? So, um, so... I don't know what's going on in the UK. So can you keep a secrets coming out? I highly recommend everyone see that. I did a film called we summon the darkness that just yes. came out in the States. I, I don't know if that was released in the UK. I mean, I know it's on uh, streaming here. Um, so I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Um, but keep an eye out for that. People really like that. It's a horror comedy. It's doing really well. Um, and uh, we really hit the right tone with it. If that's your kind of genre, that's the kind of thing you like. It's a really fun ride. And um, reviewers seem to like it, which is great. So I encourage everyone to check that out too. And then also I, we can heartily um, recommend your YouTube channel as well. That's, and that's a, a lovely yeah. thing for people to... My new YouTube channel, you can see what me and my two you know, quarantine buddies are up to in quarantine. We're making little videos and I'll be, you know, putting little clips up of things that people haven't seen before. And, um, and just, uh, you know, trying to entertain you guys while we're all stuck inside. Well, one thing I want to say to you, you're, um, and again, this is, this is the, the, the highest compliment. I, I, I think the way you pick roles reminds me of, uh, Jack Black. So, so I feel with Jack Black, he will pick a role because he thinks, it will be a fun thing to do. So if I was going to pick something at random, the fact that you did, do you want to see a, a dead body, the Rob, the Rob Hubel thing? Sure. See, I think that, but see, the fact that you did that, I just think if I was in your shoe, I, I so admire that because I, I, I would like to think that if I was you, 
that's what I would be doing. I'd be doing the stuff that I know will be fun and that when I get home at the end of the day, I can look myself in the mirror and I can say, you know what, I'm really, I'm really rocking this. Yeah. I mean, I spent so much of my life out of work and sitting at home wanting to work and wanting to work with funny people and wanting to, you know, when Rob asked me to do it, I was like, I love Rob Hubel. He's so funny. And these are real comedians that I'll be working with. Like, maybe I'll learn something. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But it's more fun for me as long as I'm in the right place and I'm, you know, to be on a set working um, than, you know, you know, maybe it's a little PTSD of, you know, but I, I enjoy being on set and, and all the years of wanting to be on set and not being able to still sticks with me. So, um, uh, but the, it's an honor to work with Rob Hubel. Like I'm, I'm incredibly grateful. God, he asked so me. funny, isn't he? He's so funny. Oh my God. He's one of those guys where he doesn't even, he doesn't even have to say anything. He's just got he's just got one of those faces that's just imbued with, you know. I mean, what a gift for a comedian, but he's just imbued with the funny. Just falls off him, doesn't it? Oh yeah, he's just. I mean, he's incredibly talented. He's incredibly funny. He's an incredibly nice guy, man. Um, a lot of comedians they have a depth of understanding of. They come from a sort of sad place, so they have a lot of compassion. Like, and they have, and I think that's like, brings a lot of depth to, you know, that's why you have like someone like Jim Carrey, for example, who can do Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and Ace Ventura in a career. Like it's, it's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, I mean, you've just picked yeah. two masterpieces of their respective genre, but yet they yeah. could not be further apart. But I, 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 I feel that that's what you're doing, you know. <laughs> I do, honestly, I really do. For that far. I, I just don't take myself too seriously and I try to do what I love and um, and I want to have fun and I want to learn. And, you know, um, I, I, I'm I not purporting to be as talented as the people I've mentioned. Stop but I that. Think, <laughs> well, I mean, Jim cares, you care. But I think, but I think <laughs> that there is an element of I'm always trying to lean into what's funny. And I think even the, the darker things, I, I try to find the humor in it. I think that human beings deal with difficult things through humor. And I'm all about that. And I'm always looking to get better. And, um, you know, I will see. I, I'm curious to see what I end up doing. Um, you know, as the years go by and, and, and what else I end up trying. Um, so we'll see what happens. I, th I, mean, I, I do think given what we've talked... I'll just be a YouTuber now. <laughs> Start like well, driving around, you know, doing like music videos on a Lamborghini. Isn't that what YouTubers are doing? I feel like I'm trying to like learn the world of YouTube. Well, I think it's a very shrewd move. Now, be, oh, now one, there's a question that I'm always supposed to ask, and I often, uh, I often forget to ask. The la last thing: what what do you do for what do you do for balance? What do you do for balance? Balance in my life. Yeah. Um, well, I guess balance would just be not anything to excess. So, um, so you know, I'll have a glass of wine or two, but I don't do drink too much. I made that mistake when I was younger, you know, and I don't, um, I don't, you know, I don't, I just try to find if you're, if you're going to, for example, I guess that balance is just, if you're going to go out and party one night and then you don't sleep well, and then you feel like shit the next day, 
the balance is you don't do that again for a week. <laughs> you really try to find, you're allowed to have fun. You're allowed to have that night where you eat an entire chocolate cake. But then you don't do it again for a week. You don't make a pattern of bad habits. Bad habits are okay, but not every day. So as long as you're not doing bad habits every single day, you can find balance in your life. And that includes your relationships. If you're dating someone who is a little toxic for you, you get in a bad relationship, don't do that again or don't do it. for. Learn from it. Maybe you make another mistake. But I think that that's the best way to do it is say, now I'm going to balance my life out by making sure for every bad thing, I'm doing five or six good things for myself. So, um, I, I cannot thank you enough for your time. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, this is me apologizing to your uh, agent for overrunning. So I'm so sorry for that. Oh, that's okay. It was nice talking to you. It was. It, thanks for being our hundredth guest. Uh, of course. Huge and thank congr- you your daughter for joining in. Oh my god! Honestly, I'm going to need therapy to get over. No, me. I love. I love it. <laughs> um, huge congratulations with your career, and uh, I wish you every success in the future. So. Thank you so much. Bye. Be safe. Huge thanks again to Alex. Can You Keep a Secret is out 4th of May. Um, Obviously, it's not in cinemas. Thank you to the, I shouldn't say thank you, because of the, uh, well, I mean, I don't even need to say why it's not in the cinema. Sweet mama. Um, And then also, she has launched, as we talk about, a new YouTube channel. I, I will hyperlink it. Uh, In the episode, uh, if this is your first ever episode, well, you've got 99 others to enjoy with people such as Carl Pilkington, Ricky Gervais, Regina King, Patricia Arquette, Henry Cavill, Ramesh Ranga, Nathan Lee, Mack, Dame Jess Ennis, and many, many more. And uh, once again, huge and heartfelt thanks to Alex and for also being an absolute champ uh, with my two girls running in. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I will share this with you because I don't think she'll mind. It once happened with Bryce Dallas Howard for a balance cover interview. And uh, her publicist came on the line. <laughs> oh God. Because it was loud. We were talking about Jurassic World at the time. And my four-year-old ran in screaming, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. You know, she's, she's only four. Um, in fact... She may have been three at the time, you know. I think she was three at the time. Uh, and Bryce Dallas Howard could not have been more awesome about it. And at the end of the interview, because we've been talking about Jurassic World, and our time had run way too long. Uh, and the last thing Bryce Dallas Howard said was, "You take care of your two little pterodactyls." Oh my God, legends! Um, so I'm always very grateful for the people um, that I get to speak with on the podcast and with the mag it's been great thank you very much i'm super grateful we're on the socials at balance ldn if you could share maybe share one of your favorite 100 episodes or your you know your favorite bits and all that malarkey that would be amazing if you want to work with balance drop us an email sales at balance.media want to drop me a line podcast at balance.media i'm across the socials uh at james gill comedy also here's a shameless plug i'm running my always be comedy night online We've done three shows so far. They're every Wednesday at eight o'clock. Who have we had so far? Rachel Paris, Sarah Pascoe, Harry Hill, Tom Allen, uh, and many, many more. Matt Ford as Donald Trump. Uh, I think Mr. Ford will be 
Boris Johnson this very week. Mr. Widdicom on this week as well. So, yeah, alwaysbecomedy.com. There, we, there you go. Uh, thank you as always. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a, a very grateful man. Take care. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.